Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at Shenandoah University, where we talk about working and learning and teaching at SU, and hopefully a lot more than that. We'd like to thank our sponsor, as always, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Karen, Friday Fun, Lucas. I am Scott King, one of your hosts for today. I'm a professor in the psychology department. Joining me is Melissa Smeltzercraft. Hi, Melissa Smeltzercraft. I am the head women's basketball coach here at SU. And last but not least, Doc. Oh, me. Yeah, Doc. Doc. Did you say Doc? Yeah. Doc Melissa G. said she wouldn't ever say that. And she just <laughs> said it on air. It's recorded. Uh, Joey Gariziak, director of eSports here at SU. Um, and uh, with us, as always, is our producer, well, always for this year anyway, is our producer, Sean Kelly. He is a senior in business and in eSports. And that lovely music you've been enjoying with this podcast is composed by, I don't know, Adventures? Ahimatsu? <laughs> I think Adventures is the name yeah, of the say, what's song. The which one's the name and which one's and the actual composer? Ahimatsu is the composer. Oh, obviously. So, so thank, thank you to A for that free, uh, free access, open access music. Love it. If it's free, it's us. Uh, we are at 645 downloads from subuzzwords.podbean.com. That is up from 618 a couple of weeks ago, and that episode just went live over the weekend, and Melissa will talk a little more about that later. Uh, seven ratings on Apple Podcasts, still better than Buzzwords, Med School, Drinking Game. You all know we're better than that, so thank you for those ratings. Keep following us, rating us, and reviewing us on the Apple Podcasts. As always, our email is buzzwords at su.edu. And frankly, I blame Sean and Joey for the pod no, just no, being no, released no. 48 hours ago. Let's place blame where it needs to be Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean and uh, Joey just returned from Amsterdam for an esports outing? Question mark. Yeah, um, field trip. Renaissance. I'm not sure. An esports outing? <laughs> Question mark. No, no, yes, and Melissa, you're exactly right. Now, Sean and I and a group of other students and one more faculty member, so eight total of us, just got back from Amsterdam on Friday, and as we landed, Sean had one of those aha moments. It was like, crap, I never posted that podcast. Oh, and so we realized that as we were on the ground, and we tried to get some things done while we were there, but we were really busy running around um, an esports arena called the H20. It's kind of like water. H2O. Uh, H2O, 20, yeah. see it? Um, and so, yeah, we worked uh, in a, a, the Dutch League of Legends finals, and then we got to interact with a lot of professionals in esports and broadcast production while we were there. And um, there'll be more about this trip when it gets to my my highs and lows. Oh, a lot okay. of highs on this trip. Not the kind of high you might be thinking, <laughs> by the way, in Amsterdam, um, but certainly a lot of highs for this trip. And it was really cool just to be able to do this again. You know, obviously with COVID, it's made travel tough and traveling with students is something that I think everybody here at SU is a big proponent of. And it really gives that cool perspective on things we can do that. But COVID has really made it tough. And so we were unsure this was going to happen for a very long time. And about the week before we went, we got the go on this. And so you had to get COVID tested before we went. We had to get COVID tested before we came back. Um, you know, masks, obviously, the whole time on in the airport and on the airplane. But when we got there, it was extremely knock on wood. It was smooth. It was actually a very, very easy trip, um, and a lot of positives came out of this. So, so yeah, really cool. Amsterdam, beautiful city, European city. It's kind of your traditional thing where people are friendly. Well, most people were friendly. They speak English really well. Um, a lot of evenings out, just kind of hanging out, grabbing a drink um, like Europeans do. No food, by the way. 
No food. They don't do food when you when you go out to go grab a drink at like five or seven o'clock mm. in the evening. You want to get some food. We're used to like ordering, I don't know, food with our beer, but not over there. It's impossible to find a menu. But, but they'll they'll give you a pot brownie or something. I'm sure they I'm sure they would <laughs> if you went to <laughs> not, a coffee shop. Not just food. Interesting. <laughs> now, Joey, some of my students uh, commented that your salmon colored pants made the trip to Amsterdam. Oh, they're beautiful. Too. Is that true? So my, my salmon color pants go with me everywhere I go. Yeah, your salmon pants enjoyed the trip salmon as well. Salmon pants enjoyed, <laughs> enjoyed the trip. <laughs> salmon pants, they need their own Twitter account or something. They, they, they're developing a reputation. Doc they G's are. Salmon pants. I love those pants. Those are Target pants. They're great. Now, our, uh, our guest today is Yolanda Barbier-Gibson. Thank you for joining us, Yolanda. Uh, when you hear about student trips to other countries, uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, first, thanks for having me. I would say the first thing that come to mind this summer, I'm not sure if you all remember, I was on the GCP trip, the first GCP trip since COVID mm. to Oaxaca, Mexico. Oh, and fantastic. The weight and responsibility, even though they're adults, of having that many students and trying to keep up with everyone, I think immediately, oh my gosh, responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. mom times 12. Yeah, for sure. Did you have a mom on your trip? Uh, Chris Groggins. Okay. Um, would definitely be the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I think I think Sean was the closest thing we had to no, no we didn't have a, a mom on the trip. Oh, <laughs> to answer your question, that's that's risky. You need I mean it, no no matter what like you know the gender dynamics are in the group you need you need a mom you or need, the parent. I'll say yeah you need I multiple. Had all the snacks. You need you know, multiple. Like, when we were on our road trips, there's like, do you have <laughs> snacks? There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind that you served that parent role <laughs> fantastically. Parent role. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> snacks. I will say that Reagan people. Johnson, one of my athletes, yeah. was on that trip with you, and I got lots of photos from that mm. first GCP trips post-COVID, and I think I need to go. Yes. I think I need to go to Mexico and open up my – you know, mindset about new places and new things mm -hmm. because GCP seems to do that every single time. Have yes. you ever been on a GCP, Melissa? I have not. Wow. I have not. My wife had gone to Fiji yep. with right. Dr. Oh, that's right. King. With yours truly. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, the beginning of our friendship, Scott. Really, I know. really. I know. From and it's, it's, it's awesome having coaches go on these trips. And I think coaches, I always hear this feedback, exactly what you said about GCP, the idea that um, like Adela had taken a group to Spain a few years ago and my assistant at the time, Abby Diop, went uh -huh. and Adela was so grateful that Abby was there and Abby was like, this is what we do as coaches. It's like yeah. herding yeah. cats yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but that component, especially coming off of COVID and a lapse of those interactions, that must have been intense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, let me introduce um, Yolanda more thoroughly here. And I'm going to need to take a break and take <laughs> some breaths because this is a very long introduction oh that gosh. we have. Um, I think we need, to, we need to not get such heavy hitters next season on this show. we got to go back to faculty. Who oh. just <laughs> like like all these staff, hitters. it's like paragraph after paragraph <laughs> of accolades and degrees. You don't Goodness. have to read it all. You don't <laughs> read it. <laughs> I, I cut it down a little bit. But here we go. Big breath. <gasps> okay. Dr. Yolanda Barbier-Gibson became SU's Vice President for Student Affairs in June 2020. So just this past uh, summer. Wait, are we in 21? We're in 21. No, yeah, but the last summer that we had. Mm -hmm. And the school year before that, she was Vice President for Student Success. And her office oversees 12 different departments, including campus recreation and wellness, career and professional development, civic engagement, counseling, deans of students, diversity and inclusion, residential services, spiritual life, student leadership, 
student support services, student success and enrollment management, and the Wellness Center. Wow, that's like, I think everybody I know on staff, um, <laughs> you're their boss. <laughs> so I'm going really, to I'm gonna be really nice to you today. <laughs> Um, Dr. Barbier Gibson today. Today. <laughs> earned a BA from Marymount University in Communication Studies and Business Administration, an MA in Community College Teaching from George Mason, and a DA, which is Doctor of Arts degree in Higher Education Administration from Mason as well. She's an active board member for the Shenandoah Valley Discovery Museum, where all of us have been with our children, I'm sure, mm -hmm. dozens and dozens of time, times. Um, on the board of the United Way of the Northern Shenandoah Valley. She also serves on the Council of Fellows with the American Council on Education. And she is the wife of James Gibson and the mom to Joel and Gabrielle, ages nine and seven, two daughters. Woo, Yolanda. Yes. <laughs> Sounding good there. So thank you for joining us Thanks on the pod me. today. We've got a few segments that we'd love to talk about with you, starting with... Oh, yeah, that's me. Is that my cue? Mm -hmm. Thanks. Um, yeah, Yolanda, obviously a lot of good stuff in there. So really appreciate you taking some time uh, to come join us today and talk about these segments that we have every single, not week, but two weeks. I will say every week. Every two weeks with our guests. and uh, we always every, get every time you're in America, we do one. Every time you're in Winchester, <laughs> in Winchester we, we yeah, have he's an either episode. In Chicago or y You know, you're in never Amsterdam. here anymore, sir. So Scott and I hold it down 13 days <laughs> in a row. And then you show up and yep, we do Joey it. Joey flies in, hosts the pod. Yeah. Flies this out. is bi weekly, Joey. Yeah, my, yeah thanks. My, my wife loves it. To, to, oh, to keep sure. getting reminded <laughs> that I'm not here all the time, it's fantastic. I sh I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Jeez. Uh, we're getting to our segments here. We're going to start with the highs and lows. This is one that we're all going to take part in um, to talk about the best and the worst events from the previous couple of weeks. Uh, and I'll start with I'll start with me because I'm selfish. Um, <laughs> and I've got I've got a lot of highs. I mentioned Amsterdam and going to Amsterdam. Absolutely beautiful. Can't wait to go back. I'm already making plans to go back over the summer. Uh, because it was just a phenomenal trip. It was my first time there. I've been to France, been to Germany. Uh, been to Albania and now Amsterdam are the places I've been to in Europe. And I would say this is, this is up there with Southern Germany. Oh, nice. And so Scott and I got to go to Southern Germany. I got to visit him when he was on sabbatical 2017 or so. And, uh, that was absolutely phenomenal. Bavaria, that part of the country was beautiful, really cool. This is right up there with it. This is a beautiful city, really clean, really friendly. Can't recommend it highly enough, but also the Atlanta Braves made it to the World Series. Oh, I am right. stoked about this. For the first time since 1999, the Atlanta Braves are in the World Series. Um, in Amsterdam, I couldn't see the games. I started at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> so I had to wait to wake up the next day to see the result. Thank God, because I was watching this last game a couple nights ago, and I was up until like 1 in the morning watching and yelling at the TV, trying to keep quiet, and I was so stressed out. So thank goodness I slept through most of them, but this one I saw for us to clinch. So going to the World Series, played against the Astros – um, we'll win that World Series in six games. It's going to be great. Those are my highs. Mm. My lows. I don't know what my lows are. Man, that's a, that's a really tough one. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think <laughs> coming back to America, can that be a low? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's allowed to be a low. But no, it was just, I, I don't know. Uh, coming back to a lot of emails. There is the one. Yeah. I have yeah. over 900 unread emails I got to work my way through. 
Um, so I'm getting there one, one, one at a time. So that's my low was seeing my inbox by the time I got back from a trip. And that's true for any trip any of us take. Stuff just kind of adds up and you try to keep up with it the best you can, but you can't keep up with it the entire time. Right. So getting, you know, seeing that number just constantly go up and like, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. And coming back to these emails, it's, that's definitely my low because that beats me down every time. So you're one of those types who doesn't answer emails when they are I, I not triage. on campus. I triage. I'm, I answered I'm emails. Jealous. I'm jealous. I, I wish I could be that type. I answered a lot of emails, but I didn't answer all of them. I would see right. them be like, nope, miss, skipping that, skipping that, skipping yep. that. I'll get to that one, skip to that. Put a star on that Put one. Put a star and, on that yeah. one. Exactly. Exactly. So I did, I did what I could. Internet was spotty over there. Didn't have the most time to sit down and do stuff, but we'll get through it. It's all right. Scott, how about you? Yeah, uh, you got me thinking. I don't really have a serious low for the past couple weeks. Um, we had fall break during this past couple weeks, and I got to go to Chicago with my family to see some old friends there, and that was my high for the two weeks. Um, we, so Joey, as a, as a college football fan, will, will know this. Like around here, college football isn't that big a deal not like at, at least with local like state schools not that right. big but in in chicago also big, not that big, big 10 of a deal. country also not that big of a deal it's a, it's a big deal no. with, with the big SEC. 10 fans okay. um All three of them so this no there's so many like there's so many giant schools there where so many people went and would tailgate so these uh these family friends of ours had like a tailgate party at their house to watch the iowa purdue game because the dad went to Iowa and a bunch of their friends in their neighborhood went to Iowa or Purdue. Um, so they had like 30 families over there oh my um, outside. He set up a big screen yeah. on his, on his I deck. I would imagine a lot of meat in a synthetic casing. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. A lot of meat. Might, might have been natural casing on, on the sausages, but it was like Midwest football. And I had, you know, I lived in Chicago for 10 years, but I forgot what the accent sounds like. Do and your it, best. Just a lot of attitude, like people, people with sort of Melissa's personality, but, <laughs> but like just a lot of attitude and a lot of cuss words and a lot of like, just, you know, any A, just, just the, like the word attitude, like, you know, and, and, and then this guy says to me, you know, what are you doing? And like, just, <laughs> and I, Scott, I, would, I would prefer that you speak in that accent <laughs> on this podcast. There's only certain words that I can do it in. Like I was so wasted, like, <laughs> um, you know, spend cash on that basketball. Like, like that accent was just around me the whole time. And so, and I'm, I'm sort of an introverted guy, but when these, like in, in Chicago, everybody's extroverted for the most part. And when they found out that, like, I teach a class about sleep, then, like, every 40-year-old parent at this thing has all sorts of sleep horror stories and they can't get their kids <laughs> to sleep. Or, you know, they, they and their spouse, they sleep in separate beds because one of them snores and, and one of them has, you know, insomnia. So I was just like, it was like I was teaching my FYS class. Like, everybody wanted to talk about sleep the whole time. <laughs> and, you know, we were tailgating for, like, nine hours because oh, wow. this game started at one. Is this your high or your low? I'm lost <laughs> it's, now. It's become, I'm actually remembering there was a low, which was I, I, I drank too much, too much natty light. And uh, <laughs> so my low occurred um, at about midnight that night, I think. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move I'm on. I'm proud of you for I'm just the last few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is really I've, I've spoken enough. Melissa, oh gosh, what were you? No, Yolanda, please go. Oh, yeah. Because Yolanda, I'm crying. Sure, sure. Sure. Um, so my low for the couple of weeks, um, unfortunately, my stepmother passed away mm. oh. um, 
last week and for the last few weeks I've been going home to Lynchburg just being there with her helping my dad and um her funeral was actually this past Friday and so while it was a low it was also a high to spend so much time with family sure and meet family that I've never met before and laugh and hear old stories and um, I met an aunt my dad's aunt for the first time and I'll give you guys a fun fact which is really interesting for for those who don't know my father's Haitian and his dad had 25 kids and when he was telling me that when I was a kid I always thought he was joking right and so the aunt that I was able to meet her 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 mother had 10 kids by him and so we were just talking about like what is it like to have so many siblings in the small country and like not knowing like is this your sister or your brother and so just learning more about the culture of, of history the culture and history of Haiti and just learning so much that I didn't know before and yeah. so just having that quality time was really at high for me um, and it was some low points you know we had some tears but we laughed and we joked and you know one of my favorite memories with my stepmom is we love to shop we're shoppers. And so we would go to Brooklyn and go to Manhattan and, and, and go and find all these purses and shoes. And so we, we reminisced on all of that. But, you know, I learned that you can't take things for granted. And, and when it's your time, you can't take it with you. And so as much as we love to shop, I also learned to put some things in perspective and, and really just enjoy the experiences that you have with people. So my high was definitely spending time with family and just catching up because you all know as working adults, we don't get to take time off to just, right. you know, visit everyone. So mm-hmm. when everybody's together, you can just catch up, have fun, and eat some really good food, mm. really good Haitian food. Oh, my gosh. Oh, nice. I packed plenty to come back home. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my high was on Friday, all the female student athletes Ooh, wore yeah. the same shirt on campus. Hmm. And if you missed it, um, it was a low-key fundraiser for the Sports Bra Project, which helps get students, uh, female students, just basic equipment, a sports bra. Mm -hmm. So there's no hesitation for them to participate. Um, So we raised about $700, I think, in the first round. And again, it was kind of low key. It was just amongst the females and uh, the the female coaches as well. Um, But if you saw those shirts and you want a shirt, please do not hesitate to reach out to any female coach or even female athletes in your classes. We're going to probably do a second order, and we're hoping that we get some men in the same exact shirts. Did Ashley tell you? I I texted her that morning wanting to order one for me and the kids. Yes, yes, fantastic. So, yeah, reach out to the the student athletes, the female student athletes on campus if you want one. Um, They're $15, and I'm thinking we're going to do a big second order, and it'll be more mainstream, not low-key. But um, just the idea of, you know, female equality on the on the sports world. I have my orange WNBA hoodie with me today. I oh, wear nice. that pretty regularly now. And you've seen a lot. You, everybody see Chance the Rapper at all the Chicago Sky finals games. Like, pretty cool to see men yeah. supporting women's sports. So we tried to have our own little thing on this campus. And I think it was a huge success. A lot of the females said – it was a point of conversation in every one of our classes that we walked into. And I know for me, sometimes I, I walk around campus and I'm, I'm a fast walker and I have my head down and I, I'm on a mission and I would see another female in the same shirt I was wearing and I'd kind of do the head nod and oh say yeah. hi. And I might not have taken the time to, to speak to other athletes that day, female athletes. So that was pretty cool. So that was a huge high for me, just seeing that togetherness. And my wife, Ashley, was – 
a big piece of that. But Olivia Wynell, one of my student athletes, was a big piece of that too. And I'm just really proud of both of them. So that was a huge high. And that was a big thing that they had been working on all semester. And I think, I think it was a great day on Friday for them. Uh, my low would be, and Scott, we can talk later about this more, my sleep. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll uh, you know, consult with you later. But no, no, season started. We started practice October 15th. We had morning practice yesterday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And then we had morning practice today. Um, just working around volleyball and tonight is the winter sport meet the coaches. Mm. So, um, just my sleep has gone down with being more busy, but it's, it's a good busy. So, uh, but again, I'll ask you for advice, you know, later about my sleep. Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) Apparently natty lights help. (laughs) Until until midnight. They they will help, uh, change your (laughs) consciousness to, uh, one where you're not really conscious, (laughs) but sleeping, I don't know if sleeping's. Uh, if that's the right kind of sleep. Um, I think we got uh We're ready for the Hornet hot take here, Yolanda. So hit me with your chance. This is your chance to rant. So hit me with your hot take. Yes. So my Hornet hot take is Halloween, right? So that's mm-hmm. coming up on Sunday. And all week everyone's been asking – when are we celebrating Halloween? Are we going to celebrate on Saturday? And what is the neighborhood going to do? I'm like, Halloween is Sunday. Halloween is Halloween, yeah. right? <laughs> and so my rant is, you know, everyone's trying to figure out, when are you going to celebrate Halloween? And I know here already there's so many different events. So on Thursday, I want to encourage everybody to come out to the Buzzies Trick or Treat. Um, we're going to have that. So if you have kids, bring them out. W- women's basketball, we have a table. Oh, awesome. awesome. And we're going to promote our home games. Awesome. And dress like fools. Awesome. <laughs> and then Friday, my kids' school have a – trick-or-treat or trunk-or-treat trunk or treat, Saturday yeah. there's a Girl Scouts trunk-or-treat and then it's Sunday I'm like how much candy and then Monday is rehab and then Monday appointments right so I think my my rant is you know there's gonna be a lot of candy and my kids have no idea what they want to be for Halloween and so Ooh. I'm like this is real fun because <laughs> Halloween is coming up and I'm sure there's no costumes left around so We'll figure it out. You better get to sewing. Well, yeah. Charlie Brown sheets. They're going to be a ghost. He's going to put a sheet over them. <laughs> Ghosts are great this time of the year. <laughs> no clue. So that's my rant. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Halloween gets a bigger, becomes a bigger and bigger thing every year. Um, all right. So your point of view, Yolanda, tell us your perspective on your department, something that faculty might not be aware of. Sure. So one of the things many of you all submit care team reports and, you know, we care a deep deal, a deep um, for our students. We care a lot about our students, but people tend to think it's only our undergraduate students. And so we offer lots of supports for our graduate students as well, not just here on main campus, but over the mountain. And so Mm -hmm. we have certainly worked really hard to expand services at um, Scholar Plaza as well as ICPH. We even have counseling services there in person, and we're also continuing our telehealth. And so I think people tend to think just our residential students, but our service reached so much um, farther than just what we have here on main campus. And so I don't know if faculty realize that um, we offer those support services and not just counseling and wellness, but also our accommodations and testing. And so we're doing a lot to make sure that we're supporting our students outside of the classroom. I have a question for you, Yolanda, and this goes back to your bio. When you first started working in higher ed, could you have ever imagined overseeing what you oversee here at Shenandoah? Absolutely not. So when I started working in higher education, I really just wanted to be a faculty member in the classroom. Like I, you saw my master's in community college teaching. I was teaching at a community college and I really like working with the non-traditional students and being in the classroom. But some of their needs as a first gen um, graduate 
I knew that there were so many barriers and hiccups. And when you think about student success, it's not just one thing. And so being able to work in multiple areas and have an impact that's going to really help students before they get here until they finish has just been overwhelming, it's been exciting, but it's also been a great challenge. And so when you think about students, they come undergraduate graduates from all different walks of life. And so I think having so many areas, seeing how they all fit together, it's just been it's awesome. It's like a giant puzzle. It's a giant puzzle. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly moving, constantly and you moving. can't find the corner. <laughs> 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 You've put some thought into that. Yeah, we, we do a lot of puzzles in my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wells mostly, not, not adults. <laughs> but yeah, corners and edges are corners huge to a puzzle. Those are but cute. no, I mean, it's so cool. And I would imagine you also feel like your job has evolved a lot mm-hmm. since you've been here. I'm sure COVID has impacted what you do and how you mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the initiatives that you might undertake and... I can only I can't even begin to fathom where this type of job and leadership goes in the next five to ten years. I mean, it's truly overwhelming, especially thinking about the moment you finish that master's focused in community college. Mm-hmm. I mean, just completely blow all that stuff out of the water. It's really just a base mm-hmm. for what you atta- you're able to tackle firsthand. And I'm sure you all feel like that in esports, just like where are you going? You don't know. And it's pretty cool, though, at yeah. the same time. In a lot really of ways. <laughs> it's yeah it's, it's exciting it's, ex- it's it's absolutely exciting now it's that's a great point great um all right shannon do's and shannon dotes don'ts shannon don'ts not notes i was trying to sing um <laughs> can you give us some advice for people new to shenandoah sure i would say it's easy to stick with what's comfortable for you and so my shenandoah don't is don't get stuck doing what you've always done, right? And so one of the things, uh, how I met your wife with field hockey, I have never been to a field hockey game, wasn't really familiar, and she asked me to be a guest coach. And that's unfamiliar, like usually basketball, football, baseball, softball, you go to those games, right? And so I'm like, wow, I don't know anything about field hockey. Like Most I started people don't. Googling I still don't. And, <laughs> you know, all this great stuff. But it was, do, don't just do what you know. So try something different, you know, step out of your comfort zone. And I would say that's been the best thing for me, even going to some of the conservatory performances. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. used to attending all the athletic events, but I'm like, wow, this this is like Broadway. Like, this is amazing. So don't get comfortable and think, oh, I'm just going to go to all the outdoor sports. Go to your indoor sports, you know, Um, go to the conservatory programs, but don't do what you've always done. Is that is Shannon do? Is that two for one like Scott suggested? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a two for one. I mean, do step out of your comfort zone and support your students. If you're faculty and staff, I encourage my staff to attend at least one yeah. activity. I don't care what it is because students need to see you outside of your office or outside oh, yeah. when there's an issue. But to look up in the stands or look out in the crowd and see your professor or see your staff person or someone who helped you or it's not just seeing them at orientation, but they need to see you in their life. And so I think – do get involved, do go to events, and bring your family. I love bringing. My girls love coming to Shenandoah, and they think this is their school and their friends. And, oh, yeah. You know, like, I can't go to wait to go to my school. I'm like, no, your school is apple pie, <laughs> not Shenandoah. <laughs> but, you know, bring your family. You know, this is the best place to have work-life balance because they can participate and, and see all of the things that you're doing. And I love that I'm always seeing kids here. So I agree with that. That's a great one. Yeah, good do's and don'ts. And very efficient, like Scott. That's right. Sure. (laughs) Thanks for that confirmation, Scott. That's Uh, right. All right. Moving on to the buzzword breakdown. Yolanda, give us a buzzword that you try to embody in your work at SU. Sure. This is one that we probably hear a lot, but it is a great day to be a Hornet. You know, I start a lot of my meetings there. Um, I center myself there every morning because, you know, when you come to work, I try to come with positive energy. When I teach my FYS course, I try to come with 
innovative ideas and to get them pumped, but it is a great day to be a Hornet. And being a Hornet, what does that mean? And so I challenge my students all the time when we talk about culture, what does it mean to be a Hornet? What does it mean to be you? And so I always say it's a great day to be you. Love it. Wow, that's like a buzz phrase. Yeah. But it's a bunch of good words put all together there. Great day to be a Hornet, yeah. I like that. Um, oh, what were you... With field hockey, Joey and I, we got to be guest coaches for oh, the field so hockey We were so good team. at field hockey. <laughs> we knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, and and, and I, I, my back was hurting for a few days afterwards. Like, those sticks are not Not because long. he's carrying the load, by the way. It's because he's <laughs> bent over so much. Well, I'll tell you this. The day that I was the guest coach, it rained so hard. Oh. oh. I remember that day. It rained so hard. And for those of you who don't know, it's really hard for me to get my hair wet. And I'm like, oh, my yeah, gosh, mean my Scott hair. Yeah, Scott, too. We the same thing. With you, girl. With you. But even yeah. in that, like, seeing the team still play, like, hardcore, like, I would have gave up. But I'm like, um, as, an indoor, <laughs> as an indoor sport coach, it doesn't matter. I do not like being outside. Like I'll say to my wife, I'm coming because it's sunny, but it, I don't. I don't teeter in the rain. Right, so right. I was home that day watching you on the sideline on the film. And props to you for hanging with it. But that's cool that you learned from that experience. Like, yeah, those girls, they don't care. Those women, yes, they're a bunch of you know what's yeah, badasses. <laughs> yeah, love it. And I love the the point of view, Yolanda, of you know trying to do stuff out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. like you hear it a lot of the time like stay in your lane mm -hmm. but at Shenandoah like I mean the people who really enjoy it here and are successful they don't just stay in their lane right. I mean like Joey I'm gonna not make fun of for a moment Yay. started as a sports management professor sport now management he's sport Thank management you. and now he's uh director of this video game program <laughs> esports <laughs> He didn't Christmas. make fun of you for one second. Like he almost made it all the way through that. <laughs> once, it was actually now, just now the one. Now he's director of this, of this thriving eSports program there where I go. think he was named like director of the year by oh, the whole no association. Um, yeah, way to, way to Thanks, not Scott. just stay in your lane. I, I respect that. Thanks. So our sponsor of the day, by the way, is the day after Halloween, all Saints Day, as it's known in, in some cultures, November 1st. We love that day because you can get all the candy half off or 70% off and uh, your kids are maybe down from the sugar high from the day before. Um, but yes, thank you for November 1st. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because you want to get the good candy that's on sale, but mm -hmm. if you wait too long for the bigger discount, all the good candy's gone. gone. Yep. Right. So it's tough to balance that. So yeah, the day after is a pretty good one. There's always plenty of Smarties left. Always. Yeah, Smarties for this guy because he's a Smartie. Go ahead, Melissa. I was going to say, Yolanda, is there anything you would like to plug before we let you go? Sure, absolutely. If you have not obtained your flu shot, get Ooh. your flu shot. Good reminder. Thank Please you. Thank get your you. flu shot. Get your flu shot. And also, if you already obtained the vaccine, regardless of what it is, feel free to get your booster. Make sure you do that. We want to continue to stay healthy. Awesome plug. I need a flu shot. I do, too. Yeah. Can we get him? Well, for faculty, it's, it's we don't go to the fair. health center, do we? Or can we get him at the benefits You can get it anywhere, there? but if you submit your um, receipt that you received your flu shot, you can get a gift card from our HR department. And so, and they're pretty quick and they're really good. I think like really good gift cards. So. Yeah. I got a gift card for my COVID vaccination that I still have to use. Yeah. But, or as the Chicago ones would say, vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> Are you vaxxed? Are you vaxxed? Put your mask on. That, that was all weekend. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, good episode. Our email, just again, somebody email us. We've gotten like six emails in, in a year of doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzwords at su.edu. 
website, subuzzwords.podbean.com. Um, I'd like to thank Yolanda Barbier-Gibson again for being our guest this week. Thank you, thank Yolanda. You. This was fun. Next week, our next episode in two weeks, Emily Hollins, the registrar for Shenandoah, and a former Jeopardy contestant. She That's should have right. some good, some good and stories to tell us about. super fan of this pod. That's right. She, okay, Emily, we're gonna, this is a test. Send us an email so you can prove your, your affiliation to the pod. <laughs> or just show up in two weeks <laughs> when we, when we want to interview Set the bar you. low there. <laughs> yeah, something. Or just show up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, for Joey, Melissa, and Yolanda, everybody, keep, keep on, on buzzing. buzzing.